a good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, depending on what time you're listening to this. This is another edition of the Southern Frame of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Ivory, also along with Kevin Moffitt. And on today's topic, we're discussing religion versus non-religious and given our viewpoints from personal experience and how it shaped us even now till this day. And so to get right into it, for you, Kevin, when it comes to religion, first question to you is, do you believe in it? And second question is, if you do believe in it, what has helped you keep your faith? And if you don't believe it, what has made you feel that you can't go along with the teachings of religion? Well, at one point, I used to I used to be into the church. I used to go to church every Sunday as a kid. And as I got older, you, you have questions while you're in the church. You have questions like... Uh, you know, is what what are we praying to? Or is there really a heaven or hell? Just simple questions like that. Um, but then you see certain things that's inside the church, like people will come and confess their sins, and they'll come and kneel and come and do the same thing week after week after week. I'll say, okay, if if God is really present, then wouldn't these people be washed clean? Wouldn't these people be saved or or, or absolved of their sins? abolished their sins like wouldn't they all wouldn't that all be washed away and that be out of their mind so who is really in control of that decision you know you wouldn't think that elaborate as a kid but you as a, you come to adult and understanding you come to think like okay well is it okay you say a spirit the spirit is driving you but and they say god gives you discernment they give you the, he gives you the power of choice so okay, like well, who's really controlling what? Okay. And I also want people to understand too that we you can have a difference of opinion or you can have a difference of viewpoints, and that doesn't mean that you can't be able to have conversations with people because for me I grew up in a Christian faith based background. My father's a reverend, my mother has, you know, been heavily involved with church. And so I was always, you know, around church and around people that, you know, believed in God. And, you know, we are also human. So also I've seen people struggle with their faith and had many questions and had their ups and downs, but found ways to try to get back on track. And for me, I understand firsthand, I can't live through the actions and everything of my what my parents did you know my parents what my parents did won't save for me personally it won't save my life when it comes to you know when it's time to see god everything i did i'm gonna have to answer for you know and i'm gonna have to make sure that the life i'm living down here now is gonna be pleasant in god's eye and make sure i'm repenting and praying and for me I went through different points in my life where I felt that having faith was hard to do because I've seen so many people dying for no reason. I noticed how you try to make sense of certain things, but you can't, you know, and wanting to know everything about something, 
you won't always know everything about something or a subject, you know. And when it comes to um, God, you know, we have the Bible. We have the the different stories that shape how life has been created and how life has been since those times. And using that, you're able to get the knowledge of those that came before us. And for you, Kevin, do you feel that if given the opportunity, would you go back, you know, and maybe have another sit in at a church? Or would you be open to maybe having a one on one conference, maybe via video chat with maybe uh, an evangelist or somebody that was in church that was willing to just talk to you and, and hear you out? I mean, for me personally, I don't mean to sound vile or anything, but it's nothing a priest can really tell me that, like, I've already awakened to. You know what I'm saying? I would consider myself an uh, agnostic deist. An agnostic deist is a person who doesn't believe that it does, doesn't know if there is or is a God or doesn't doesn't believe in the existence of a God and doesn't believe that if God existed, he would intervene. I mean, so nobody really knows. Everybody's just dependent on faith. But if a preacher, I, I say, no, nah, I really wouldn't have a conversation with one because I'm pretty much awakened and awoke to how religion is for me in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else has to believe what I believe in. I just believe what I believe in because of the things that have been made aware to me. And I, you know, I understand, you know, you have your own perspective. And for myself, I, understand, I have been in situations to, I, to where I know it was only, you know, God that saved me. But even with us having different religious beliefs and, you know, him not believing, you know, the things that I do, we understand that we can still help each other in different ways. And we've been friends for a long period of time. So I want people out there to know, don't turn your nose up to people that don't believe the same things you believe in. If they're disrespectful to what you believe in and they're not willing to understand, they're being ignorant, you have to cut those people off. But we haven't experienced that, you know, in our friendship. And we're very respectful of each other in that uh, concern and, you know, in, in, in those parameters. But, you know, at the end of the day, to get in, to get your point across or to spread the knowledge or to spread uh, your faith if you are a Christian or whatever you believe in, you have to also be walking into that and showing that. You can't be talking to a person and wanting them to uh, believe in what you believe in, but then you're showing them nothing but the opposite of that. And we have a huge issue with that in society where it's like, oh, if you make a mistake, you're not this. Or if you, you know, do this and that, you know, you can never be, you know, entered into the kingdom. Nobody on earth is God. Nobody on earth controls where you go to heaven or hell. You know, uh, now people can take it into their hands to take you out of this world before it's your time. But at the end of the day, you know, God works the way he does. And for myself, I believe in God and I I feel in my heart that he is true. And I understand that not everybody's going to believe that. But that doesn't mean that you fight with 
people that you're close with because they don't. Because when it comes to something that they're talking about that is, has nothing to do with religion, it could be a whole nother subject. And now you don't want to hear nothing they say because it doesn't fit your narrative. So you can't be a hypocrite in that regard because that does push people away from wanting to possibly give, you know, going to church or listening to somebody that is um, uh, have has the has faith. You know, because they feel like, okay, well, if I talk to them, they're just going to try to uh, downplay me or negate everything I'm saying because I'm not, you know, doing the same things or believing the same things they do. And, you know, Kevin, was there anything traumatizing that you seen from people that went to church or that you experienced firsthand that caused you to also maybe have those uh deep rooted feelings I wouldn't say really traumatizing but it just opened my eyes back then like cause I've heard all types of things that the church I used to go to is our preacher like raped his fucking wife the nigga was cheating with another woman in the front pew and they acting like everything so so good and peaches and cream and uh, butterflies and roses and shit when you got like okay you you have these human people telling you to be perfect and they're no ways perfect themselves it's like okay yeah i know the bible says don't believe in man put your faith in the word and all this and that but i'm saying though i'm like okay if he just succumbed to the will of his own addictions then what make you think he can sit up in the pulpit and preach to somebody say i'm gonna go out and if you're doing and all this sinful shit and so-called, you know, ain't no recourse of heaven to hell. What makes you think I'm not going to go out there and, and, and have some of the same, reap the same benefits of, you know, the same things you're not doing? You telling me to be prim and perfect and walk the straight and narrow, but you out there doing whatever the fuck you want to do? Nah, it's like you keeping me from something. You, you stay, I believe religion stagnates people from learning. It keeps them from growing. It, it keeps them from really learning what life is like what the world is it makes you soft and docile turn the other cheek if a nigga want to raise up and hit me i'm going after this motherfucker the fuck you think gonna go on that makes you docile it don't have no fight in you i had to grow man you know what i'm saying and i want people to understand this when he's speaking of you know being able to have fight and not just let people walk all over you when it comes to that regards i have certain sentiments about that myself i believe in god and i believe in faith but at the end of the day and i still have things i'm working on too like i said i'm not one that's uh just pushed away from saying you know i've definitely fallen short and i'm working on things every day but for myself i do want to protect myself my family and my community, you know, and my community does involve not just people of my same, you know, race or religion, but just people of all different shades and colors. But I do come from a community that is African-Americans. And when I'm seeing images that show us being battered, bruised, young kids losing their life, uh, families torn apart, people showing they have evidence of purchasing things, but it doesn't matter because it's like we're going to do whatever we want to do and it's going to be shown on media and we're not going to pretty much get nothing uh, as far as the law system because for me, I feel personally like the law is concrete and so they need to lay down new cement to pave a way out for those deemed right, whether it be for uh, if it's by association or if it's by a race. But those factors play a major part. And, you know, 
you know, and I, and, I, and for people out there, you know what I'm saying, um, that believe, I mean, I have no problem with your beliefs, but like I was saying before, things were revealed to me that that have awakened me, like religion, like Christianity. 2.1 billion people believe in Christianity. Christianity is only 2,000 years old. The earth in itself is 4.5 billion years. You don't think anything predated that? Just ask yourself these questions. You don't think anything predated like all the information? Only 2,000 years. That's such a short span. Like, well, who who made this up? Who 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 made the holy title? How long ago? Who made the holy Bible? Who wrote it? You got to ask yourself these questions. Like people don't ask us, they ask themselves the, the proper questions when they go to believe in something. See, I would and see a lot of people are ingrained in it and they grow up through it as a kid. And then they just go along to get along. They don't ask any questions. Like, why do we pray? And when we kneel and pray, why doesn't anything happen right away? But then it gives you something in the Bible to say faith without works is dead. You know, but you really are putting in the work. So is 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 the is the Bible just a diatribe just to say uh, okay, well, this is, you know, these are just parables and uh, uh, just to just to have metaphorically so you can live by as a, a track of life. People actually really live by this as a guide to life or some people actually literally believe the Bible word for word like a burning bush. It's just figuratively speaking, but some people take it so literal that, you know, it, it's like, OK, well, you have to live in real life in real time. Yeah. And speaking of living life in real time. Also, what I do realize and what I do see, if you're preaching or you're teaching someone about forgiveness and understanding and what the Bible is saying, make sure that they're not the ones if, just understand if they're the ones showing more respect than you are giving them and then your your actions don't um, match up with what you're telling them about you're going to push more and more people away from trying to, to understand about God trying to gain more faith in what they're seeing because it's for many people it's a visual thing you know having faith for people, they want to see the works come out of it. They want to see the benefits come out of it. And when they don't see that, but they just see that you seem to be a person that definitely gets persecuted and definitely doesn't seem to have any like fight in you because you feel like God is going to take over it. That's going to make them think that, OK, what's the point of me following something like this when I can't even defend myself? And for And for me, you know. I understand that God can shield us from a lot from all hurt, harm and danger. But I understand too we put ourselves in situations to where we are enraged with trying to prove a point. And there's nothing left to prove when you're not here. And I I do want to see people, you know, have an understanding of of God and and knowing that you know, he is real. He can't save your life. But everybody, you know, they they're not going to agree with that and they're going to have their own opinions. But we cannot dismiss those people because we feel like, oh, these people are just, you know, bad or they just whether it's somebody living on the street, whether it's somebody that you feel is into a certain type of lifestyle. Understand this. If you actually read the Bible, you see some of the greatest 
people that came out of the Bible were sinners, people that backbited, backslid, did everything, all the worst things in the Bible. Once, but once they figured out that they could have faith, once they figured out that God is real, once they figured out that their needs and and with their worldly needs don't mean anything because having a heaven on earth doesn't mean nothing if you're just going to go to a hell right after. So we have to understand to treat everybody with respect. And if you're saying you're representing God, be one of his best rep rep representations because not everybody's going to represent him the right way. You're going to have those who represent him and try to do the best they can. You're going to have some represent him to what best fits their narrative. People have agendas and narratives that they put out on other people because they want to show them, oh, I know more than you. I got to teach you this. You got to just listen to me. You are not God. You are not the Bible. You're reading the Bible. So don't try to take claim for something that you didn't write and put it in your own words to only then flip it because the people aren't doing everything you want them to do. So, Elijah, I got a question for you. All right. If the Bible was written and pieced up all these years, taken from different people, how true would you believe the Bible to be? I feel when it comes to that, that the Bible has had alterations done to it. So there is a lot that could be missing from it. And there is a lot that, you know, was supposed to be taken away. But for me, I feel like what is in the Bible that I've read or have that has been, you know, read to me when I when I was younger or coming up, I feel like. You know, that is the true word. You know, um, for me, I came up off the King James Version. So that was, you know, the version that, you know, I would uh, read in church or I would hear read out. And I know there's different variations of it because they try to make mass production so that way everybody can have a Bible. But I do feel like, you know, the word is true. Now, is there maybe um, certain things that wasn't in there or people took out? I feel like, yeah, that is true. You know, because... And over time, because there's agendas, because there's people who also, just as you got good in the world, you also have bad. There's people who may take certain things out that we haven't heard yet and we need to hear. So I, I do, to a, a point, agree that there could be some things missing. But I feel like what we do have and what we're able to utilize now, there is, you know, truth in all that we're hearing. So I'm looking up something right now. Like, okay, let's say for for most black people, I, I think they would believe in Jesus or believe in religion. And me, one of my one of my problems with it is like I think religion can use you to control you. It can use you to like as a as a fear mechanism. Um and that's what the way in, like most slave masters instill fear in most of the slaves. By saying, okay, well, with death, because with death, it's like, okay, well, if we have a hereafter, you can endure all this pain. So I got one verse that they probably used. It's in Ephesians 6, 5 through 8. It says, slaves, be obedient to your human masters with fear and trembling and serenity of heart as to Christ. And it instructed the slaves to obey their masters. So the slave masters probably used that verse 
just to kick it up on them and be like, hey, you don't obey me, you know, uh, it's death for you. But then some of the slaves, slaves probably like, okay, well, if it's going to be death and I better believe in something that can be used as a fear and control mechanism. But as today, as I see it, it's like with me, myself, it's like I have no fear. Like I have no fear of death. I have no fear of heaven or hell because I don't fear death. Not saying I'm Mr. Tough Guy. But that's just what I believe. All the things that has been revealed to me in my awakening, my red pill moment is like, well, I have no fear of that. And most people who have fear of death or fear of of heaven and hell, they 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 they, they strike in the, uh, the, to the utmost religion. They, they like, you know, they reveal themselves and open themselves up to religion. So. So in that regards, you do have people who take certain portions of the Bible and they flip it. They flip it to fit their narrative because they understand that the people that's following them, because they're so intrigued and so in, in, engulfed in the word that they're, they're reading, they, they're going to go along with everything verbatim. You have people who literally will go by everything the Bible saying verbatim, but you're going to still sin. And 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 also too for people that are out there that think, "Oh, I don't physically sin." You can mentally sin as well. You can sin in your mind, but that's something that people feel like, "Oh, well, people don't know what I'm thinking, then it doesn't matter." But see, if you actually believe in God, you know God already know what you're thinking 2 weeks from now, next Christmas, on Thanksgiving after you eating that big turkey leg. He know everything that you're going to be thinking, you know? So don't try to you know, bypass who you really are inside that kind of and, and, and one another thing I wanna I wanna touch on, um don't look down on a person and try to bring out their flaws and insecurities, especially when it comes to religion, because you feel like you've been saved and you're delivered from any sins that you're gonna commit, because you still have to pray, you still have to repent. Just because you got baptized when you was 11 years old and you was brought up in the church and you read your Bible every third Sunday, that doesn't make you a saint. When you're fellowshipping with other people, when you're talking to people that may not believe in God, but you're still telling them, hey, I believe in God, even if you don't, but I still respect you and I still love you. That makes it different in their heart. You can you can bring people around by being genuine and honest, but having that fire to lash out on people who don't go along with what you're saying, you're not going to bring anybody around. If they're disrespecting your, you know, if they're disrespecting God and you understand that makes you feel a way, you do check them, but you make sure that you don't let it escalate, you know, because one thing it is, if you get yourself in a fight or altercation because of that, God doesn't want that. But for yourself, the best thing for you to do is to leave that situation like, hey, I'm going to pray for you and hopefully he touches your heart. But if you still continue on however you're going to be, I just wish you, you know, I, I pray for you the best. And also just getting back to what else? Beliefs, you know, this whole non-religious religious thing. It's like, in my beliefs, I believe in like, the universe and, and vibrations and like the chakras and the pineal gland, like God gave you everything in your body because our body is made out of minerals. Our body is made out of life force, helium and 
certain atoms and like we have water in our body we have skin cells like we were we were made from everything that's provided in our body that god has made through in the universe so you can say we are god-like made of gods that's what i believe and then we have the the reason that whatever being made us god says agnostic too agnostic deist we have what we have in our bodies to govern ourselves then that then we we manifest it throughout the universe like we have this these vibrations and we manifest it throughout the universe so when we put it out to the universe that things can manifest that's how i believe things happen is that you're going to make things work and if you think it you know what i'm saying you can manifest it and that's also with having faith how that can tie into you being able to move to that next level in your life because not everybody's going to believe in God the same way I do the same way others who believe in God and you know they they they're going to feel that okay hey look I believe in myself and I believe by my own merit I can get it done and for people you have them succeed off of that you know it's that pride they have inside to not let them see themselves where they used to be in the past and I and I understand that we all need to have faith in in whatever we believe in, you know? Because if you don't have faith if you don't believe in what you're doing and you're just continue to doing it, that's insane because you're not going to change anything to better yourself or to harness your craft. You're just going to think, "Oh, well, I'm just getting by or maybe a door will open up." No. A door doesn't open up unless you reach your hand out and you turn the knob or you put you put the, you know, put the key in there. So there is steps to get to where you want to be at and you know to to close things out kevin i want to ask you this do you feel that anytime in the future you'll be open to possibly going to a service and listening in or do you feel that at this point you've made up your mind what you want to do and that's what you're sticking with well i went to church last year as a matter of fact and I tried to get back into it, but I just, it's just from once you, once you got turned on to something and you wholeheartedly believe in it, you, you don't, you don't really going to, you're not going to really revert back to what it is. It's like, okay. Cause I seen, I know the truth about this. So it's like, what you telling me, it ain't, I can't really subscribe to it. Like, I mean, will I ever go back into church? I mean, I mean, the, the whole message is just going like, oh, like, okay, I'm just going to be critiquing the whole message. Like, man, what the fuck? Because I say, nah, no, I probably won't. Because, I mean, if I look like a heathen or, or a backslider, you can call me whatever you want. But, like, at the end of the day, I know truths that I could tell you, but you might not believe in it. But I'm not going to knock you for believing in something because everybody needs something to believe at the end of the day. So, And uh, also, too, you know, what Kevin's saying that, I just want people to know when I first came to, you know, Virginia, uh, he actually took me to the uh, first church I went to here in Virginia. It was this church, uh, Calvary Christian Community Center. Center. It's in uh, Hampton, Virginia. That was the first, you know, that, that was the first time I went to church here in Virginia. And this was around 2000, you know, 12, I believe. And, you know, since then, I really haven't went to church myself. So that's why I want people to understand the conversation me and him having is basically showing you that you can 
have faith, believe in God and be full of religion. But if you're not fellowshipping, if you're not continuing to pray and repent for your sins, how closer are you are to God than the ones that you're looking down on? But, you know, as we say, these conversations we have and the, you know, in, in, in any of our episodes, we always want to push the envelope on conversations, but find a solution at the end. And if we can't find any solutions, try to give our best efforts towards one. And, you know, in closing, I just want to uh, put out there, if you're looking for my books, they're all on Amazon, Scaling the Bait, Tears, and Empty Room, Waiting to Be Filled My Current State of Mind. And my Respect My Mind podcast. Uh, it's on Spotify. It's on the Anchor app. And I'll be shooting links and everything else you need to get the link up with my podcast on Instagram. Just got a new Instagram. It's at one respect my mind four on Instagram. With that being said, peace to everybody, blessings. And also make sure you uh send in any messages or uh, give us some feedback because that's only going to you know help with the show. And we definitely want to hear your opinions as well. So that way we can answer any questions you have here and, you know, and can just continue to have that uh, relationship with our audience. All right. We want to say peace out there to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, Southern frame of mind, man. We're just going to keep it pumping and keep it going. Thank you so much. Be blessed.